In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Cleveland. Welcome back to the Paul Brown podcast. It's me soloing again today. So, uh, yeah, to the handful of people that uh, think I'm just going to talk about Jarvis Landry, don't worry. It's not one of them shows. Um, so, we're just going to look at sort of free agents that have been let go this week, um, players that are now on the market. Just through flying through five um, guys um, that I think are worth discussing or people are talking about and um, let's just say why it won't work so first one uh, out there is a former Browns running back and that is Duke Johnson Uh, we traded him to the Texans they've now cut him Um, if we didn't have Kareem Hunt then I could see this as a realistic hey let's go get him this front office wasn't that front office that let him go Um, why not give it a shot um, but no, with Kareem Hunt on the roster, it just doesn't make sense. Um, you obviously want that third running back when you've got two guys, one sort of the end of his rookie deal, one on a veteran deal. You want that other guy to be a rookie, ideally first or second year. Um, it just gives you as much upside as possible for the future that hopefully they can develop in and you transition someone else out who's on a more expensive deal. So Duke Johnson, be interesting to see where he goes, but it won't be the Cleveland Browns. I would say, if, if I'm going to make a bold call there, I don't know where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at with their running back room, but I, th- I think he'd be one Tom Brady would have some fun with. Next up is Isaiah Wilson. Half of you are going to be thinking, what is this nutter on about? He, Isaiah Wilson's crazy. We don't want him. But I think that's part of the, the intrigue of he was obviously drafted in the first round. It's got a lot of upside, but yeah, is his head in the game? We don't really know. And so for me, I'm offering a pick swap. I'll give them sort of a, a fifth. They give us a sixth. Um, and that, that sort of deal where you're not actually giving up very much. And quite frankly, they can probably void the guarantees on his deal before he trades him because he's done so much stuff and rumoured God knows what he's actually got into because we only ever hear some of this stuff when things like this go on that I think there's an argument for hey let's run the tyres because if he turns out to be good he's going to be less than 5 million over 3 years and even if he can just play at a backup level I think that is a big win. So I would be picking up the phone and just saying, hey, Titans, rather than you cut him, because I think that is a realistic option for them, do you want to just get that sort of fifth for a sixth and uh, we'll run the tyres? Because, yeah, I've I've got no issue. Bring him in. And if there's no guarantees on the deal, you can just cut him a week into camp and no, nothing changes, nothing matters. You're not married to him. No one cares. If you've given up a fifth for a sixth and you send him back, so be it. Obviously, if you want to put sort of conditions in it, 
Um, that's an option, but they might not want that because they probably want the trade asset to be in this draft, not the next one. But uh, no, it's certainly one you can do. Or you could say, hey, if he makes the roster, we'll give you a fifth round pick in the 2022 draft. Um, make it conditional. If he doesn't, then we'll give you a seventh. That could be a way they go as well. Um, but no, I'm, I'm certainly picking up the phone and why not? The culture's great in Cleveland now. It's not an issue in the past. Um, that comes from leadership. You've got Kevin Stefanski, and then he's obviously working directly under probably the best active O-line coach. He's not quite as good as Skarnecchia, but Bill Callahan is one of the best available, um, and we've seen the benefits there. Um, and, and I think if Isaiah Wilson's going to do it, you put him on the put him inside the room with the best offensive line in the NFL last year and see what he does. If you don't want to count, wash your hands and walk away. So you're committing very little to it, but let's see what happens. Next name up is Adam Humphreys. Nah, I'm not interested. He's a slot wide receiver. We don't need a slot wide receiver. Um, we need dudes that can play on the outside. And for that reason, we've actually got a wide receiver that does play on the outside. This one isn't a free agent yet. So this is Alshon Jeffrey. He's going to stay with the Eagles up until the new league year, in which time they'll give him a June 1st designation. And that's just to clear the salary cap off his deal um, and push some into next year. Because by doing that, they'll have some money hit this season, the rest of the money hit next season. So it'll be 5.6 million roughly will hit this year. And then roughly the same will hit the following year. So um, they just need to get down on the cap. They're letting him go. Everyone's well aware of that. But you won't be able to officially do a deal until that move's made. So it's one where he, he's probably got permission chat to other teams. But nothing will happen as of today. Um, because, yeah, just need to have that time gone. Maybe it's a one-year prove-it deal. Um, obviously, there's injury questions and other concerns in the past, and that's fair enough. But the upside's huge. He has been a really good wide receiver in the past. Um, obviously, wasn't particularly great last year, but that was in limited snaps. Um, there was a couple of, there was a few games who looked good. There was just a couple near the end of the year where it weren't as pretty. Um, but I'm I'm sort of saying, hey, let let's run the tires. Oh no, sorry, I was looking at 2019 that had the couple of good games at the end of the year. Last year was just completely naff. Is that permanent? It could be the case. One year prove it deal. Why not? If if you're looking to bring in a body, he's probably got sort of more reliability than Deshaun Jackson, whereas Deshaun Jackson has the bigger upside, he's the deep threat. But uh no, I, I I like this as a, a move, but it very much comes down to what his market is. Hopefully, we'll start finding that out soon. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be tempted. Let's uh, see what's out there because let's have some more experience in that room. Um, and he, he brings that in bucket loads, but he's got the talent to produce. And it, it's good having experience and everything, but is he going to produce and make us better? And I think the answer is yes. So... One-year prove a deal, two-year deal, fine. Um, let's see and chase the upside. Next up, we've got defensive tackle. 
this chap barely played uh, in last season, and that's Jarrell Casey, um, formerly of the Titans. He spent last season with the Denver Broncos, only got in three games before he went down, but he actually played really well in those three games. Um, and he, he's been awesome for just so many years, all the way through 2011, all the way through to 2020. His worst graded season in terms of PFFs is 70.7, um, which is crazy. That is such a good performance. Um, really good run defense. Not quite as strong in pass rush, but still great at pass rush. Um, it's sort of, he, he's exactly what you want. He is uh, a solid three tech. Um, so it depends what you want to do with that room. Obviously, the question is, hey, do you think he's going to get injured again? If not, if you want to go cheaper, because he's probably going to take a, a cheaper, it might just be a one-year deal, then that might be an option you go for. Um, you add something behind him, but you can pair that up and you can move on from Richardson. We're actually going to have some more for about Richardson for you tomorrow. Um, got an article coming out, but as well, just going to do a whole show on looking at extending Richardson, what that looks like, etc. But I think Jarrell Casey out of those five is the one that intrigues me most. Um, I, I just think there's a lot. There is a lot of upside there. He's played well. It was only a bicep tear. Um, so I would fear more if it was a little leg injury um, just because he's 31.2 um, and that sort of stuff can linger with the legs. I don't, I don't want that blowing up. Whereas upper body, I, I have less fear. So no, I, I think they're, they're five interesting names. Isaiah Wilson, I just, Barry's going to phone up and ask. Um, it's a smart dude. Um, they've got their nose sniffing around every single deal going around in the NFL because, hey, it's always useful to know the value, ask what people are offering, even if it's too rich for you or even if it's not massively a position of need. Just be aware of this stuff because zigging when other people are zagging and there might be an opportunity that, isn't your number one priority, but hey, if if you can go and solve your fifth need because there's great value there and there's a lot of upside, there's no harm in making that move. So uh, the Isaiah Wilson ones, they'll call about, but Jarrell Casey, that intrigues me. Um, I, I just think it's it's a move full of upside, depending on what that deal looks like. Obviously, if he starts wanting multi-years and things, then now nah, I'm out. Um, I, I want to sign that one-year prove-it deal and let him go back onto the market next year. Or it might be some, one way you go, actually. We're paying him, say, $6 million. We're happy to keep that. We'll even roll it up to like eight. And uh, if he's producing like he's done in the past, then that, that is certainly worth his money. So, um, yeah, Jarrell Casey, let's see what he can do. Um, he won't pay as many snaps as a Richardson, probably. But... He, Richardson was asked to play a lot more snaps than even Richardson's ideally designed to play last year. So, Joel Casey, phone him up. Let's see what he's interested in. But they're the five sort of free agents, trade targets, sort of people who are around. Um, we'll keep updating these shows um, just based on 
people getting cut. There, there's just going to be so much more of it. Um, there's players floating around. Nate Solder, the, the team's considering going to ask him to take a pay cut. If you don't take a pay cut, then it's probably getting cut. And that's sort of the key thing to remember when these pay cuts are being discussed. If you hear that the Browns have asked for a player to take a pay cut, that means they're also open to the idea of cutting him. Um, because just play that scenario out in your head. If you walked into a room and your boss went, hey, would you mind taking a pay cut? We need, we need to free up some money in the business. If you say no, you can't just go, all right, then go back to your job. You'd never get a pay cut ever agreed within a business. You have to be ready to uh, cut a guy in the NFL if you ever want a pay cut. And fans need to appreciate that when they're, they're on Twitter going, oh, this player should take a pay cut. This player should take less money. Unless you're not willing to cut them, don't, don't come out with that. Don't go after these dudes' money. Um, wish them all the best. And if you if you want to cut them and let them go out there, then by all means, there's no issue with that. So you can back cutting a guy. I just think it's pretty distasteful. Uh, people going, hey, take a pay cut, take a pay cut, take a pay cut, take a pay cut. If you love Cleveland, take a pay cut. That that's 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 not good. It's it's not polite. Um, and also, just don't tag players. That's, that's another general rule. Um, I stick to, but no, it's one that let's see what happens. And if you want players to take a pay cut, the way it happens is they're so desperate to come for Cleveland that they take short one-year deals. So they're not pay cuts on deals that are already out there. These are dudes that are going, actually, I want to go get a ring. The place to go is Cleveland. Um, a bit like what happened with the Patriots. The Chiefs could probably get down that road. Um, these aren't massive Pay cuts, we're talking like one million, maybe two tops, but it all adds up. So the, these are five dudes. Any of those you like, tweet me by all means. It's at Jack Duffin, D U double F I N. Um, if, if there's some other names out there that I missed and you think, hey, why, why didn't you discuss this dude? Tweet them at me, DM me. I, I might answer why there might be a reason why. But no, have to go through it. Have a great Sunday, guys, and I'll be back on Monday with an exciting article about Richardson extensions. As always, go friends. Bye.